Zombie presents Curse of Strahd, a spooky adventure for D&D 5th edition. Episode 14, Graves in Their Natural Habitat. Hello everybody and welcome back to Book Zombie Presents Curse of Strahd. Uh, we're a person down today, as Jane's not a able to make it, so Alton has very kindly uh, volunteered to try and prevent her character getting killed. Um, <laughs> he just put, gave me a thumbs up. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Okay, so um, quick summary. What's happened last time? Well, last time was fairly chaotic, I seem to remember, even by our normal standards. Uh, we started off going down to investigate Doru, the, um, the vampire spawn underneath the church. After extracting, after a promise being extracted from his father, Donovich, that you wouldn't kill him unless absolutely necessary. I'm not sure. I think the absolutely necessary was more implied than stated outright. Uh, but things did not go that way. Uh, two of our party went out hunting and on a, on a, on a little hunting and bonding expedition uh, and killed a deer and gave the, the blood of the deer and later the carcass to, to uh, Doru. They're able to gain a, gain a little bit more information from him, but not a great deal because his um, his obsession with uh, everybody's blood seemed to be paramount. Um, but for the moment, they left him with with the uh, the rest of the body to eat alive downstairs. Um, the uh, a couple of the party went back to uh, to Irina and Ismark and um, said that they were going to stay overnight in the church to check how things are going, uh, with the idea of having their father's interment in the, uh, in the morning. Uh, as we left it, everybody had been keeping guard and um, woken up once again by the screams of Doru, who seemed to digest blood quite quickly, but he hadn't been fed for a year, so I suppose it's not entirely surprising. And... Um, as I believe we left it, it was morning and we were preparing for the funeral of Ismark and Irina's father. Does that sound about right to everybody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, Marmoset was given a bath. Sorry? Marmoset was given a bath. Oh, that's right. A bath. The most important thing that happened last episode was... Which I'm still sure should be the episode title, The Bathing of Marmoset Quince. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly, yes. So, uh, so Marmoset um, had an involuntary bath, courtesy of one of um, Tiz's spells, and is now clean for the first time in her life. So there you go. Forgot about that. Thank you. That's the most important <laughs> thing that happened the entire episode. <laughs> Marmoset hadn't forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Or forgiven. <laughs> it wasn't unpleasant. Actually, just, just unusual. No. Yeah, they seem to be fairly happy. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was necessarily involuntary. <laughs> it sounded like she was they, all for it. Or he, sorry. they. I don't think they were expecting yeah. it quite at the point that it happened. But <laughs> True. It was a surprise. <laughs> but it had, it had been discussed. Ooh. Okay, so on that note, we'll uh, do the introductions. Uh, hi. Probably should have done this at the beginning, but I'm Chris Book Zombie Hill. I'm your DM for the normal Farago of Fun, uh, TM. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
And uh, going around on the screen order as usual, we start with Alton. Um, hello, I'm Alton. I will be playing the uh, Idiot Paladin, Paladin Semyon Anatov, and I will also be playing the, um, maybe not quite as chatty as usual, uh, Tisrael Formfledge. Forge Flame! Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and I will try desperately to keep her alive because I'm afraid of what Salador will do to me. <laughs> <laughs> she is small, yet she is fierce. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Caius. I'm Caius Wickersham. I'm playing Darius Talvinar, human monk. Okay. Rick. I am Rick, and I am playing Lena Random, the really weird tiefling druid who's really weird. <laughs> Talker to rocks. Talker to rocks. Speaker of rocks. And Jeffrey. I'm also <laughs> playing Jeffrey at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to add that as a credit from last yes. last couple of episodes. It'll be the and bit of the credit. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Jeffrey the rock has himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Penny. Hi, I'm Penny Hill. I'm playing Marmoset Quince. The human ranger who is discovering more about this great thing called civilization. Mm-hmm. And finally, the luminous Josh. <laughs> I'm Josh, and I'm playing Araman, the uh, tiefling sorcerer. Okay. Those that can't see what's happening, which is everybody else, Josh is wearing a very bright t-shirt. I am. It's very pink. It's fabulous. To keep us all pink. awake on this summer. Yes, it's very pink. I believe that is the colour called <laughs> shocking pink. <laughs> For good reason. Okay, so uh, where we are is everybody is hanging around in the church, uh, waiting for for Ismark and Irina to arrive. After last week, I've got a piece of paper and I've written the character names on it. Oh, schmancy. It's going to be even more high tech next week because tomorrow I get a whiteboard. Oh. We'll go next to my desk. It's actually for work. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Keep telling yourself until that. Until the cats erase it with their tails. <laughs> Damn! I didn't think of that. <laughs> so, um, so it is now morning. Uh, as, as I said earlier, you had um, been awakened by a certain amount of screaming from your favourite uh, vampire spawn in the uh, in the in the basement. Uh, but <laughs> oh. It's out of copyright, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, as as daylight is about to dawn, Ismark and Irina arrive for the funeral. What? I would like to... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll yeah, well, one thing that needs to be done is um, to fix the lock. Tiz will be fixing the lock so that we can all get out of the place. Ah, that's right. Yeah, she was she, she was going to do that while everybody else was uh, attending yeah. the interment. Yeah. Cool. Good. Well remembered. Before the, the two get there, I'm going to retrieve my flask from beside the body <laughs> so they don't see that I've actually put it there yeah. and take a couple swigs. Yeah, I think they might uh, might be a bit dis- <laughs> discombobulated if they're either. Maybe a little bit. What's this? <laughs> Semyon is judging you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so um, our... Somewhat unhinged and depressed priest, Donovich, he will lead the um, expedition to the, the graveyard behind the church um, to uh, um, bury the body. Uh, so is everybody apart from Tiz attending the funeral? Yes. 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 Yep. 
Yes. Okay. Excellent. So, um, I uh, assume uh, that some of you will be acting as pallbearers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mama sets happy to do that. Okay. Sure. I'll be a wrestling manager. He's on a. <laughs> is, isn't he still on a cart? Are we just going to wheel him out, or are we going to actually carry him? Um, it's it's normal to to carry the coffin out <laughs> of the church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No bagpipes. <laughs> Damn it. Scribble, 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 scribble. <laughs> Cancel bagpipes. <laughs> I think it was somebody went, I remember a review, an early review of Star Trek 2 when it first came out. So, you know, it has one or two pro- problems with it. I mean, I don't mind Scotty playing the bagpipes, but he have to play Amazing Grace. Uh, <laughs> so, so, okay. So you carry the body in the coffin out to the graveyard and finally after several days of delay Ismark and Irina are able to lay their father to rest. Ooh. I'm not going to go into the details of the um, ceremony because that would require me making up things that no one have to make up. <laughs> the ceremony <laughs> proceeds according to the rites of the r- r- church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, what what Penny just said. <laughs> so obviously, um, the church being pretty much deserted apart from Donovich, uh, there will be no, um, there aren't any sort of other attendants. So you will need to help fill in the, the grave afterwards and things, uh, as I'm sure. Having gone through what you've gone through to get here. For- One thing after another. <laughs> Reminds me of all those RPG, computer RPGs, where you have all these villagers and things that keep on giving you these side quests and you end up thinking, yep. Hold on, you want me to go three houses away and pick up a flask of wine or something? You're three houses away. <laughs> go and get your own damn. Do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some I've got some standing still looking bored to do. I can't do things like that. <laughs> well, I would do it myself, but I took this arrow to my knee. This this exclamation mark is very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you uh, brush the uh, the dust from your hands, and what are you what are you doing now? Um, I presume we're leaving town. Mm-hmm. Well, should we just go back in and see? Did Tis do fix the lock nicely and yeah. so forth? Which I'm mm-hmm. kind of assuming she did. Mm-hmm. Yep, sitting on the door until it was in place. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, the next the next part of the grand plan was that uh, you were going to escort Irina to um, the uh, larger town of Valaki. Nearbyness. Nearbyness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. I did my usual. I'll edit. <laughs> I'll fix this in post. <laughs> One day I'm going to remember to write down everything that I need to remember for the whole. F- for, for a whole session. Uh, of course, you know that normally what happens is I do write things down and it never happens because you go off and do something else instead. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of how it's supposed to work, I think, right? <laughs> this is a game we tell together in our minds. So, yes, you'll be heading towards the town of Lucky. Do we need to do any preparation before we head out? I mean, have we all got our stuff with us at the church? Uh, I don't believe that you did. Your Your travelling stuff would have been... Back at the um, the townhouse, Irina and uh, Ismark. So, and and obviously they won't have brought their travelling 
or she, she won't have brought her travelling um, stuff with her to the funeral. So you would have to go back to the uh, the townhouse. Okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, head back to the townhouse. I did actually did actually do some checking <laughs> on the map and confirmed that uh, your your destination is about eighteen miles away. So on foot, in theory, you could make that that journey in a day, um, as long as there are no interruptions or anything on the way. As the DM smiles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so are you planning, therefore, on leaving Doru in the hands of his father? With some instructions. Yeah. You must feed him at least once a day, or maybe every two days. It can be deer blood, but preferably just... You should probably do it the other way around. Sorry? Twice a day. Twice a day. No! That's too much, for, uh, too much risk for that old guy to take. And keep the lock on the door when you're not there. We want to drill a hole and put a pipe down so that you can put the thing over the top so you can just pour <laughs> the blood down. It's terrible. What are you, inhuman? I'm the DM. That's, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that's yeah. genius. That would but, be the smart But part. then, the, well, the blood would dry, and, you know, you, you'd have to get, like, de-blooder. It's a sort of, like, de-scaler. Pour boiling water down every so often just to... Ew. Uh, I'm sure after a little Sorry. bit of time, he'd be able Ooh. to train him to just sort of come to the pipe when the blood's coming down and just lug it down. Mm-hmm. You tap on yeah. the pipe first and announce it. You tap five <laughs> times. Three, two, one, four. Twice on the pipe. If you're wanting your blood. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> She's gone off the rails already today. <laughs> Come back, Che. <laughs> I was going to say she was the voice of sanity, but I don't think that's at all true. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a very cruel thing to say of any member of this party. (laughs) How dare you? How very dare. Besides you guys, you are? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Caius, most of the time you're the silence of sense in this party. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's the silent voice of reason. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay. Because I have a much better idea, and that is we don't deal with these vampires at all. <laughs> frankly, accommodating them is just not a good idea. <laughs> there is that, but the priest did keep his end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. the bargain's over at this point, so. Yes. It's true, so we could technically go down and kill him, but I don't Okay, well, him. I mean, do you feel you've given enough instructions to the priest? Uh, can we, shall we head back to the townhouse and pick up <laughs> any random belongings? Yeah, I tell him to either be really, really careful or to hire a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> so. God. What has happened to you all? <laughs> <laughs> but that's just such excellent advice for life. <laughs> if you can't sort it out yourself or by a plumber, then it can't be sorted. <laughs> Anything happens to that priest, it is on the rest of you. Okay. They don't seem to be particularly upset. It's not if something. When? <laughs> He's an old guy. 
he he could go at any minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Though, how funny would it be if we can't if we ever come back to her and this town is nothing but vampires now? Yeah, that would be hilarious. You you and I have very different definitions of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't talking about funny, haha. <laughs> There's another kind of funny? Yes, it's funny, we chuck you to the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> ah. That's all right. I'm sure everything will be fine when you next return to the village. What if we write a warning on the cellar door so that in case the old guy does kick it, then nobody will open up the cellar door? Warning, vampire, yes. do not feed. No, wait, do feed. Oh, bother. <laughs> <laughs> and when he breaks out of there, she will. Well, he hasn't so far. It's been three years? A year. A year. Yeah. A year. Yeah, yeah he was down there for a year and didn't even mm. bother breaking out. He huddled in a corner wondering mm. where his blood was. <gasps> the modern vampires have no motivation. They <laughs> get up and die. <laughs> it's, that would be a millennial vampire, right? <laughs> yeah. They're kidding. Um, They're probably just waiting for his dad to bring in blood on toast. <laughs> Uh, Never does the washing up. <laughs> Just wait. They get hungry enough. Any beast will venture out. And once he starts... You can go down and kill him, but I shall stay up here. You're going down <laughs> with me. <clears throat> We're not going down. We have somebody to protect who needs to get out of town. And that's yes. to happen now. We will deal with that. Protect a real person. One thing at a time. <laughs> it might not take that long. <laughs> You know, we still have the stakes and everything we got from Cathra, so. <laughs> I, I have stakes too, but I am. No. <laughs> My heart's not in it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> I was thinking, were there the stakes you carved from the. Uh, from the, from deer, the deer before? Yes, I was as well. <laughs> I was thinking, great! Oh. <laughs> we've got. Oh, we've got <laughs> traveling food! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Okay, so back to the clumsy, heavily laboured plot. Um, uh, so you head back down to the mansion and start preparing for your for your journey. Uh, by the time you've prepared, had something to eat, everybody's ready to go. Uh, it is kind of early afternoon, so so you'll definitely not make the entire journey in one day. Uh, you would have to to camp at some point on the way. Uh, but it's it's either that or stay in town another night and start off first thing the following morning. It's entirely up to you. Um, it's ah oh, road trip with overnight camping. What could be better? Oh, uh, Mum sets all for heading straight out. Literally everything <laughs> would be better. Well, the last I mean the last time we fell asleep on a travel down on a road trip. We ended up in a you know strange place. This strange place. <laughs> yeah, he has a point. <laughs> yes. Perhaps if we go to sleep, then when we wake up, we'll be back where we started. We'll go back home. Let's do this. We're going home, Toto. We're going home. Has anyone got any ruby slippers? There's no place like home. Wait, <laughs> There's no on. place like home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm more intelligent than that. We're off to see mm -hmm. the vampire, no. the, the cursed vampire of Strahd. Of Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm not supposed to help. You, <laughs> uh, okay. So, what are you doing? Are you leaving after lunch, or are you going to wait till the following morning? Hands up, all those in favour of leaving after lunch. 
One, well, that's two, yeah. three, out of here as quickly as possible. four, five. Okay. 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 There seems to be a majority of hands shown for starting off today. So, Semyon only put his hand up because everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of paladin is is directed by peer pressure? <laughs> An idiot. An idiot paladin. paladin. Simeon. <laughs> oh no! He he thought it was Saint <laughs> The fool is on the road. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Alton, sorry I called you an idiot. <laughs> you didn't call Alton an idiot. You called Semyon an idiot, I- which is true. Yeah. Semyon, sorry I called you an idiot. <laughs> to be fair, all you actually did was told the DM that Semyon's an idiot, and the DM already knew that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you actually that your character said it out loud. Did your character say it out loud? It's true. I didn't do the funny voice. I think mine has said nope. it to you. <laughs> a few times. <laughs> every, every time you see it, you can see his face get a little bit sadder. Oh, <laughs> Jeffrey thinks you're really bright, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know, man. You can't speak for Jeffrey. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> I'm rock-splaining. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that might... I think we've got about three different options for episode title already. <laughs> but rock splaining might possibly be my favourite so far. <laughs> okay. okay. So. <laughs> On the road before this gets any worse. Any, worse. <laughs> any more chaotic. Um, okay, so I'm going to get my... My fancy map. I kept on forgetting I've got this inside. Ooh. It has a map. Ooh. How pretty. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, also, also extremely yes. noisy, so I, I don't think I'll do that. I might pin it up to the wall next before the next session or something. Uh, He's got D&D pinups. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the most D&D pinup thing of all of fancy maps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of the things I... I haven't quite clicked on is that both the village and the land itself is called Barovia. Oh, that's rather early magic. The village of Barovia in the land of Barovia. Land of Barovia. (laughs) Barovia, Barovia. So good they named it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They were hoping. I suppose it just saves having to remember different names. (laughs) Okay, so you leave the village... By the uh, so oh, actually, I'm just going to back up a little bit. Uh, so you get ready to leave the the house. Um, so you are, you are witness to a a a, a tearful farewell between Irina and Ismark as Ismark stays behind to look after the the house. Um, while most importantly is to get his sister somewhere safe. So he uh, walks with you towards the the edge of the village. Uh, you also notice that there are some um, some other denizens of the town uh, who sort of stop and watch you leave with a certain amount of relief. A whole bunch of about damn time she got out of here. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, since we're seeing them both together, any perception check or anything for family resemblance? Um, that's a very interesting thought. If you wish to make a perception check, then please do. Okay, give me a moment. Get over here. Perception. I got a five. Oh. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, could be. They both look like people, so. Yeah. 
So they could be related. Mind you, like, one's male and one's female, so it's very difficult to tell. <laughs> they're so different. <laughs> I did read a short story earlier in the week where it had two two main characters, one male, one female, and the story kept on insisting they were identical twins. Ah. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, it works. That's fraternal twins. Mm, indeed. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, it did turn out that they weren't actually related. They were they were grown from the same germ source, but uh, it was one of those things. Of, oh, dear. Oh, fraternal uh, clones. Indeed, yes. Send in the clone. Okay. Genetically modified clones <laughs> so that one of them can be male and one of them can be female. Yeah, that's simple. And then you just add in... A bit of snowdrop DNA so that they've got the antifreeze in their veins and you're, you're sorted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mum said may not know much, but... <laughs> Knows about cloning. Plant cloning. Right. And animal cloning. <laughs> okay. As, as, I think you've just broken, Josh. <laughs> um, okay. As you leave the village, when you look towards the, um, the northwest over the over the the woods you see the lowering stone edifice that is castle ravenloft so it's not it's not castle barovia then no <laughs> <laughs> Th- thank you for um for, for undoing that solemn moment in, in well, yes, as only I, you can there was a pause for dramatic effect wasn't yeah. there and i I should have known better by now. Okay. After 29 years of marriage. <laughs> marriage. 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 <laughs> Do you know, you all started off playing so seriously. <laughs> you began. Yes, with my talking to statue heads and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you head, uh, you leave the village heading slightly to the, um, the southwest towards the bridge over the river Ivelis, as, uh, Irina informs you. As you cross over the bridge, you notice that the river is as clear as a blue winter sky through, winding through the valley. So basically, this whole place may be a crapsack world, but the river's clean. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Means I got better sewage systems. <laughs> Vampires will eat anything. Uh, oh God! <laughs> now, oh. I, now I have a picture. <laughs> okay, so um, the pathway winds down, so you head towards the southeast, and then it turns and uh, and heads due due east for for half a mile or so, and then heads back towards. The um, that's weird. Um, heads heads slight, so bends slightly slightly up back towards the northeast and then back down towards the uh, the southeast again, and then comes to a crossroads. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Indeed, an old. We have a decision to make. An old wooden gallows creaks in a chill wind that blows down from the high ground to the west. A frayed length of rope dances from its beam. The well-worn road splits here, and a signpost opposite the gallows points off in three direction. Barovia village to the east. To Sir Pool to the northwest. 
and Ravenloft stroke Velaki to the southwest. That's us. The northern fork slants down and disappears into the trees, while the southwest fork clings to an upward slope. Across from the gallows, a low wall, crumbling in places, partially encloses a small plot of graves shrouded in fog. Oh, let's go look at these graves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, wander over, look at the graveyard. Um, uh, can we make out any of the names on the graves and things? Oddly enough, no. The um, There are 11 graves, um, but all of the gravestones are blank. Oh. Completely blank. Yes. Ooh. Blanker than Semyon's face on being fa- given an arithmetic question. <laughs> oh, now that was just mean. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's kind of interesting. Apparently, if, you, if you're a person who lives in the city, you love going to zoos to go see the animals. But apparently, if you live in nature... Because you see the animals all the time, you like going to graveyards and seeing people's graves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We, we, Eleven in one place. I mean, wow. <laughs> Where do we don't have that many? Well, Marma said we were just in a graveyard, so this shouldn't be quite that big of a shock to you. Yeah, but that was all <laughs> part of that whole big city experience thing that Barovia itself was. Got it. Barovia has probably never been described as a big city ever before. Graves ever. in their natural habitat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an amazing coincidence, but do you know what? If you find graves, you know what you also find? Bodies. Dead people. Anyhow. Well, maybe undead. Did, 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 I, I just lean over to Arena and I say, why, why are they blank? She points at the gallows that um, behind you. Yeah. So, well, um... This is where they hung thieves and murderers. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't deserve to have their names preserved. Fair enough. Okay. That's a bit extreme, don't you think? I'd have thought you'd approve. No. <laughs> Not at all. Lena is going to get down on hands and knees, crawl up to one of the stones, and say, Tell me your secrets. <laughs> Ingenuity. <laughs> what do I roll for that? Um... <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll an investigation. Investigation. Oh, if I can find it. Oh, Thing I is, got a four. Yeah. Sadly, the gravestone tells you nothing. Silent as the grave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, would you like tell him to? Ah, never mind. Two are both worthless. Pick up Jeffrey, and I brush my knees off and walk away. Right. <laughs> so, are you? Hanging around anymore? Are you heading off? And if you are heading off, which direction are you heading off into? What was the name of the place we were trying to go to? Polaki, mm-hmm. which was one of the signposts. So, oh, let's go. Let's how close? How close does this road pass to the castle? Um, badoo, badoo. Take my glasses off so I don't actually see this. That makes more sense than it might sound like. Um, I, I, it says uh, there's there's a path that leads up to the castle. It, 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 about a, a three quarters of a mile or so away so it's it's not that close not not close enough to have to be able to worry as long as it's day oh uh-huh. ah. that's what the dm wants you to think oh yeah mm-hmm. ah okay so which way are you heading toward the town we're supposed to go to that way okay so you're heading down the um direction was it i need better glasses i swear i do uh, yep, so um, you're heading down the southwest path. As you leave the area, 
you hear a creaking noise behind you coming from the gallows, where there was nothing before, now hangs a lifeless grey body. Should have burned it. The breeze turns the hanged figure slowly so that it can fix its dead eyes on you. Mm. Um, bear with me just a second while I do. Boom, ba, boom, boom, ba, boom, one, two. Okay, Darius. Yes. As you look back with everybody else at the figure hanging from the gallows, you don't see what everybody else sees. Okay. You see yourself dangling from the gallows. Hmm. Interesting, since I'm not a thief. <laughs> That's what's interesting about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're taking away from this. <laughs> so. Considering my character has a lot of experience with death. <laughs> yes, indeed. You're probably going to be considerably less phased. Yes. <laughs> That's true. So. What are you doing? Well, I don't remember seeing that there before. So is it just me or was I too paying too close attention to the rock? Definitely wasn't there before. Good to know I'm not going crazy. <laughs> Ship sailed. Yeah, talk to rocks. Uh, <laughs> Airman says nothing to that. <laughs> it's harder than it looks, all right. So are you going to take a closer look or are you going to keep your distance? Hey. Okay. Cover me. <laughs> what? I... This this may be the second dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Can you? I'm I'm going to keep my shield in front of me, mm-hmm. flail in hand, and I am going to slowly move forward mm-hmm. to just have a look um, at the body. I'm not touching it at the moment. Right. Okay. Simeon. Yeah. Just just uh just an idea. Yeah. Uh, before you uh, walk up to whatever that is. Mm-hmm. What if um, what if the oh before I walk I stop. <laughs> yes. What if the cleric does something that they can do to you know in case this happens to be something not good? Huh? Huh? What? What? Mama said, says didn't didn't understand that one. Oh, I'm not the only one who doesn't understand that sentence. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I I think <laughs> translation. I think that Josh might be suggesting that you know the cleric that you were also playing tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, might very well have turned undead or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but she's already used her artisan's blessing, so she can't use turned undead until we've had a rest. Ah, so. yes, that's true. Yeah. She's already done that today to repair the thingy. Mm-hmm. And we should have rested uh, first. Yep. Okay. Maybe <laughs> stuck. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so. I'll just approach mm-hmm. slowly. I'm armed. I've got my shield up. I'm, I'm ready mm-hmm. for anything. Well, as far as you... I'm ready to kill it with fire. <laughs> Sorry, was that heal it with fire? <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Heal, kill. <laughs> okay, as those two concepts so close. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like hate and love. Uh, so, so as you approach closer, as far as you can tell, mm-hmm. the body that you're seeing seems real. It it looks real. It seems to sort of take up space, if you like. And um, can I smell it? It smells real for sure. Did he just sniff that. Right, okay. <laughs> I turn to the rest <laughs> of the party. <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> it's a to- body. It doesn't take much sniffing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not sniffing it would have been more. Not smelling it would probably be more of an achievement. <laughs> Mama set goes. 
oh, what is that god-awful smell? <laughs> First time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this what happens after these bath things? Uh-huh. <laughs> you can smell other things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are you doing? Well, um, uh, there's no sign of it moving. It's like hanged by the neck. It's I it's hanged by the neck, and it just is drifting yeah. slightly in the wind. I assume it's bound hand and foot. No, not really. It's just bound by the. It's just hanging by the neck. Oh, yeah. Um. Right. Um. Um. I am going to uh, use my uh, divine sense mm-hmm. and see if I can uh, detect any undead. Okay. Which I probably could have done from over there, but you know, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to cast thaumaturgy to actually move the body towards him. <laughs> <laughs> Worthless son of a half-troll. I don't... <laughs> okay. If, if, you wish, if you wish to make use of your spell slots for such a thing, then... I mean, it's a to, cantrip, so... Yeah. It's a cantrip, he can do it as much as he likes. <laughs> what do you want this evening, Josh? <laughs> so, so un- unbeknownst... Two sodas. <laughs> Sugar high. Are they caffeinated? So, unnoticed by you, Semyon, Josh, Josh, Eriman casts a cantrip, and as you are are coming closer to examine it, the body suddenly swings towards you. Right. Um, Hello. Um, uh, At that point, I um, uh, will probably go, ah, and hit it. <laughs> okay, would you like to roll it to hit roll? <laughs> okay. I can regret this, but hey, oh. that is a twenty-four. Hey, very nice. With, wow, with six bludgeoning damage. So, mm, so as you as the flail contacts the body, the body just slowly fades away to nothing, as if it was never there. I look at the flail and go, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's never done that before. Fabulous. It's so powerful. Oh, that that must be the spell Tiz put on it yesterday. It's still working. (gasps) (laughs) Well, I'm all for walking along the path and getting away from here. Okay. So I, I assume you are rejoining the rest of the party. I, I am, and I'm walking along. Going, Did you see that? <laughs> I, Irina is sort of looking at you with a, a little bit of a frown, and, and and sort of puts her hand to her forehead and just shakes her head slightly in a real "Oh my God, what have I got myself into?" kind of look. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wow. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yep. Moving on with a bit of a bounce yeah. on my step. Yep. <laughs> He's never felt as good about himself. Absolutely. Oh, man. Okay. Y'all made it cry. <laughs> I'm going to find another chance. I would point out the fact that the land itself seems to be doing its, it's best to scare, scare you. 
<laughs> I'm not sure you necessarily need to help there, George. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, just trying to get a slightly better view of the map. Okay, so... One downside with this old 20 malarkey. Woof, woof, woof. Oh, I hear something sorry. going woof, woof, woof. Yeah, that would be a dog. Oh, that's a relief. Well, at least there's no werewolves <laughs> to worry about then. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> the, the, the the campaign is yet young. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you uh, start following the road to the southwest. And I'm sorry, I'm looking at the map and looking at what it says on the thing and thinking, that's not necessarily the path I'd guide people down, but never mind. <laughs> okay, so you start you start following the road in the direction of the town. Just trying to find something which I should have bookmarked. La 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 la. Talk amongst (laughs) yourselves for a moment. That's what I was looking for. Okay. What have I done? (laughs) You found a new and original use for cantrip. That's what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) In the effort to spook that one, I've now made him him think he's more powerful than he actually is. Chris, that one. <laughs> I, I think you're confused. Uh, that's not what I should have rolled, by the way. <laughs> Do that again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We believe you. I, I also don't want to roll ID12, because that doesn't really work. I think that's how that works there. Aha. Okay. Chris has actually got a choose your own adventure book in front of them and it says you know you reach a crossroads which way do you go roll such and such (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's not necessarily an unfair (laughs) assessment assessment. Uh, okay so as you head along the road you hear a howling and snarling noise coming out of the fog See, and you had to say something. Sorry, say that again. I was saying you had to say something, huh, Penny? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Ooh. Uh, is there romantic stuff going on? I think Alton might be getting a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, bless. Sorry, better, better than a cup of tea. Lorraine was out in Belfast today and she came home with presents. Oh, Ooh, nice. Very nice. Very exciting. But for those Indeed. for those listening, um Alton has been gifted by his partner with a copy of Read the Day Acquisitions Incorporated. Yes. The source book. Yeah. Yay. So I, w- so I, w- I would get overexcited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put put it down before you get too excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> put it out of reach, Alton. Out of reach. Yes, Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back back to where we were. So as you hear the howling noise, four wolves the size of grizzly bears step out to the fog and confront you. Um, I immediately step in front of Irina. Is she armed? Uh, yes, she is actually. Oh, okay. She is. Uh, uh, she essentially acts as a member of the party during encounters for... Mm-hmm. Things like this, I just need awesome. to... What is, what is she armed with? Uh, once I have pressed the right button and brought up her character sheet and said <laughs> something I didn't mean to bring up. Uh, uh, rapier, I think. Yeah, okay. rapier. 
Okay. So it is time for me to do that thing I haven't had to do for all three or four sessions now. And bring up the turn order. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to have to do to make this work is there is a random battle map that I can use to just drag all, of, all the characters onto so that uh, you can um, so we can manage this. So bear with me. Okay with so let's drag oh, no, no point in dragging across Ozzy. He's dead. Darius. Eremon. Semyon. That should be six. <laughs> Semyon three times the size of everyone else on this. <laughs> that's, that's, He's a very big paladin. That's yeah. my ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No comment. <clears throat> what have I done? <laughs> you have created a monster. I prefer the term hero. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we're now about to make Caius very happy because he hasn't been able to kill anything for a few sessions now. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so could everyone please roll initiative? Should we be seeing this battle map? Oh, that would help as well, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah, I was wondering whether my things haven't changed. There, there go. you go. <laughs> you... It kind of feels a little bit like random, ran, random um, fights in JRPGs, where suddenly you're not no longer where you were before the fight started, and you're suddenly in this this random area. <laughs> yep. um, um, I'm not seeing anything. Just a black. I'm screen. just seeing a black thing. Anything. Oh, right. Okay. As we fade out on the DM failing to use roll twenty properly. Again, how will our heroes fare against a pack of direwolves? And what else will meet them on the road to the lackey? Find out in the next episode of Curse of Strahd. Book Zombie presents Curse of Strahd starred Caius as Darius Telvenar, Penny as Marmazet Quince, Alton as Semyon Anatov and Tisril Forgeflame, Rick as Lena Random, Josh as Eremon, and Geoffrey the Rock as himself. The DM was Chris Bookzombie Hill. Music and artwork was by The Sleeping God. Produced and edited by Chris Hill. This was a Bookzombie Presents production. If you enjoyed the show, please do like and subscribe. Follow the Twitter account at BZ's Curse of Strahd Podcast for additional information and content, and feel free to share any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>